Good morning and welcome to Hochma and Coffee, episode number six for the month of May. Hopefully you're having a great morning so far. Now, this is the final day, I believe, for to sign up for Everything Church Pro University, and we're already getting some people signed up, getting in, and we're excited about that. If you want to be in, it's going to close after today, and so make sure you sign up if you're wanting to. We're, the goal is to make basically... Bible college, but one hour a week or less so that you're able to dive in, get the juicy nuggets out of the Bible, and we're going to go in depth, okay? We're going to walk you through systematically, and if you'd like that, feel free to click the link in the description to sign up for that. So let's jump into our wisdom for today. We are in Matthew chapter number 8, and hopefully you, if you listened to yesterday, you went and watched those videos if you had time, maybe one or be part of one. Because that's the foundation that we're going to need, especially the Christ, what is the Christ, as we move into this next passage. I'm going to read to you a lot, okay? I'm going to read to you a lot, and then we're going to break it down right now, okay? So, chapter 8 begins like this. When he was come down from the mountain, great multitudes followed him. And behold, there came a leper and worshipped him, saying, Lord, if thou wilt, Thou canst make me clean. Now, do you see what he just did there? There's a leper. So he just got done talking about the law. And he comes down, and here is a leper who just meets him right off the bat. And he says, Lord, okay, if you don't know much about the word Lord, it might have been more common during Jesus' day, but in the Jewish community, Lord was very serious. That was what they would call God. That was what they would refer to Yahweh as. So they would never actually say God's name. They would call him my Lord, Adonai, my Lord's, right? And so here, whenever you see a Jew say Lord, it's something serious, okay? And so he says, Lord, if thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. Friend, I have never had somebody come up to me and say that. I've never had somebody come up with a disease and said, Hey, I know that if you just prayed for me, you could heal me. No one's ever said that to me. This this person recognized this divine authority, this Christ authority, if you watch the video, that Jesus had. And what, what Matthew is doing when he writes this book, the whole book is to a Jewish audience trying to show them that Jesus is that Messiah that they have been waiting for. And so every single story is placed in its exact location for a reason. It's here, right after Jesus had just given the amplification of the law. And so you're supposed to see Jesus as this new ruler who had just given out the new amplification of the law coming down, and now he's going to begin to show his kingly authority. And we see this first demonstration when he comes to a leper, and the leper says, I know you have the authority to make me clean. And Jesus says, I will. Be thou clean. And he he doesn't say, no, I don't have that authority. I don't have that strength. He says, no, I do have authority over sickness and death. I have authority. And so he says, be thou clean. And immediately his leprosy was cleansed. Okay, now let's keep moving. I'm not going to hit every single verse. I want to hit this movement right here. If you were to go to the next section, we see a centurion, right? A centurion comes to Jesus. This is huge. Centurions did not come to these Jews lightly and ask for favors. No, the the centurions were harsh, right? And he comes to Jesus and he says, he doesn't say Jew. He doesn't say you. He says, Lord. Now, this is huge for a different reason. He's not just saying, hey, you know, random teacher or whatever. He says, no, master, right? Lord, if thou, now be, be very clear here, the centurion 
was the ruler over the Jew, right? Not the other way around. Yet the centurion saw something and he knew that Jesus was different. And you'll see how he shows this in a second. And so Jesus says, I will come and heal him. I'm going to come. I didn't read the rest. He says, my servant lieth at home sick of the palsy, grievously tormented. And Jesus, I will come and heal him. And then centurion says, Lord, I am not. Wow, this is crazy. I am not worthy that thou shouldest come under my roof. Do you see what Matthew is showing here? He's lifting Jesus high. He's lifting him high above all other authorities, above all other powers, even the Roman powers. He's showing that this centurion gets it. He says, I'm not worthy that you should come under my roof, but speak the word only and my servant shall be healed. We get that now as modern day Christians, but this was big. And he goes on, he says, why, why do I know that all you have to do is say the word? For I am a man under authority, having soldiers under me, and I say to this man, go, and he goeth. And I say to this one, come, and he cometh. And to my servant, do this, and he doeth it. And he's saying, what I say, because of my authority, gets done. I understand that. And he says, he says that, he, so basically he ends there, and Jesus hears it and marvels. Okay, so why? That's, these are the questions that I hope you're asking yourself as you're reading these. Why is Jesus marveling, right? He just basically told him, hey, I say go, this guy goes, this guy says come, he says he comes. Why is that such a marvelous statement? I think you know. It's because this centurion gets it. He gets it. And, and Matthew records this so we can see that this guy gets it. And you say, gets what? He gets that Jesus has authority over everything. He is that Messiah King. This, not Jew, this centurion gets it. And Jesus looks at him and he marvels and he says, I have not found so great faith in all of Israel, right? He says, you get it. You understand. You believe that I have the authority, that I have the right and the power to heal with just a word, that's some great faith. You understand my power. You understand my authority. And he, and he gets healed just by the word, right? And in verse number 14 through 17, we see him come to Peter's mother-in-law, and he heals her as well. In this section, we're seeing God's divine, Jesus's divine authority, his kingly authority. He is that Christ. He is the king who has come to crush the head of the serpent. And we're beginning to see evil's reign be cracked under his feet, right? He comes in on the de in the devil's neighborhood and he starts messing things up, right? The devil had sickness and death and sin that has been so long our slave masters. But Jesus comes in and says, oh no, death doesn't rule when I come around. Sickness doesn't rule when I come around. I am the king, and with my word, I can change things, because he has all authority, friend. And that's actually how the book concludes, is that Jesus says, I have all authority. We're not there yet. We're going to be there in a while. But I want you to see this movement. Jesus, as he comes down off the mountain, he is the one who is in control. He is the one who is powerful. And friend, I know we're going through a crazy day right now, but let this be a comfort to you. The same Jesus who was in control then is in control now. He has all authority, all power, and there is nothing outside of his control. There is nothing outside of his power. And so if you're going through something today, bring it to Jesus. 
bring it to Jesus. He knows exactly what you need. Now, does that mean he's just going to heal you instantly? That doesn't mean he will. He can. doesn't mean he will. Does that mean he's just going to dump millions of dollars in your lap? No, he could if he wanted to, but it doesn't mean he will. And this took me so long in my Christian journey to understand. If he could, why doesn't he, right? But friend, he knows exactly what both of those options would do. If he gave it to us, he knows what that would do to us. And if he doesn't give it to us, he knows exactly what that will do to us. And he chooses always the best option, the one that will form the life that he always intended in us. So trust him, bring him your requests, but trust him to answer them the wisest way possible. Well, friends, I hope this was a blessing to you. If it was, feel free to leave an honest review on the Apple Podcast app. And again, if you're interested in learning the Bible more deeply and jumping into an actual class, well, make sure you click the link and join us. It's $19.99 a month right now as the founder's price if you want to jump in on that. And uh, basically, Bible college for one hour a week. I hope that will be a blessing to you. um, And I will talk to you guys tomorrow.